Hello and welcome to another episode of the Voice Press. It's your host Aditya Soni and today we are here with another book. It's called Solving Product Design by Artyom Dashinsky. So, I think this is the third design book on this podcast, right? First one was design, first one was sprint and then oh wait, it's the second book. It's the second design book on this podcast. I guess. Whatever. So, I think this book is pretty much similar to Sprint which is by Jake Knapp and uh, Sprint basically portrays out a design process which people can apparently follow to solve a design process which is a chapter inside this book it's called um how to solve a product design exercise obviously and then there's this framework inside this chapter which basically is the Sprint book <laughs> I guess I feel like and here and there there are like other interviews with some other big ass designers and which include which include let me yeah first of them is with bobby goshal and then there's justin maxwell and then helen tran then joel califa and then there's mia blue i think and uh, like i think the framework part and the interview part was the most interesting part of this book then there's this task list which is basically if you haven't got any idea of how to i mean not how to but like what to solve for a product uh, for for a for a product design exercise you can basically have a look at the task list and then there's um chapter 4 called how to use a design exercise when enter dot 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 we'll discuss this thing later as well and apart from that chapter 1 is basically the introduction so there's nothing much in that so yeah we'll be starting off with chapter 2 straight off like with the framework because i think that's the most that's for that's exactly what you read this book for right so let's get into this framework uh, a very small overview of how the framework is going to be is first we're going to understand the goal like first we're going to first the heading is like understand your goal that's that's the first step of this framework understanding the why of the product and then there's define the audience which is who and then there's the th- and then there's this third step which is called understanding the customer's context and need fourth is list ideas fifth is prioritize prioritize and choose an idea and sixth is solve seventh is measure measure, uh, measure success which is basically the kpis as product managers like to call it key key product indicators i guess yeah so let's get into this framework of how this how we're going to go about that right cool so first one is understanding your goal so yeah uh when i just started off with design i think i mean this whole product design thing i think in I think in the initial stages I used to just get into the design uh, and I mean the first thing that I kind of did in the product design field was building a website not building a website but like designing a website and the first thing I did was to basically look for um, you know cool animations or maybe cool illustrations which which I can use on the uh, on the website but I didn't actually know why are we building this product why are we building this website i mean i obviously knew the motive of this website but i didn't actually consider this as a as a very as a very stand alone concept which i needed to think of, think upon 
right i didn't actually um note down the list of user personas which are going to use this website so so it's i think it's very <laughs> i mean as of now for me it's basically kind of very important to understand the goal of this pro- of the, of any product that i'm working on so and there's there's this list of questions which kind of shape which 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 you know the answers of those questions kind of give you the uh, goal of your product which is why is this product or feature important what problems are we trying to solve what impact does it have on the world how does this product benefit customers what business opportunities does it create so i think these are the list of questions which can you know kind of simulate not simulate you but like kind of you know like guide you down the understanding your goal lane right so yeah this was about the first step i guess and i mean even when you're like improvising an existing product um then this i mean even when you're improvising another ex- existing product it's very important to uh look into this whole scenario of why is this thing very important like think about the vision the why of the company and how you how your improvement supports it then translate this vision to a business opportunity it creates right so yeah this pretty much this is pretty much about the uh the why or maybe understanding your goal of the product then there's this next step called define the audience which is who <laughs> so i'll tell you this quick funny incident uh when i did i uh, when i did my first um you know the website building sort of thing website designing thing i didn't actually write the user persona that i'm going to use it as i said previously right and then i was like talking to another mentor on adp list i guess and then she said you know aditya you need to i mean you need to consider this this thing like you actually have to um write user personas and all but at the time i was like applying for an internship and all so and then she said you you know you have already built the product let's reverse engineer of how, uh, let's reverse engineer as to how you did it and that i think was kind of you know i think there was like weird and i didn't actually put i mean i thought of doing that thing but i didn't put that uh, work put that particular project onto my portfolio so yeah so like it kind of becomes very um, if you're at the initial stages and if you haven't like written user personas and then you kind of reverse engineer it 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 kind of becomes very uh, complex because the user pers- i mean you have already you know created a backlane to the user persona but the user persona must also link to the final product that you have created and that i think was the thing that the mentor said to me that you know if you are reverse en- if you are reverse engineering this whole user persona thing it must reverse ba- revert back to it, uh, back to the product as well and that was the main reason i didn't actually put that portfolio i mean that, uh, that was the reason why i didn't put that particular project into my portfolio right so So yeah it was only after that project i got to know the importance of defining the users of right about right why do people write user personas and all and there are certain questions i mean there are certain list of questions i can guide you through this line as well but we would naturally be going to the detail of that thing it's basically i'll tell you the basic parameters like it's age gender location occupation mobility uh and all right so yeah so this was about the who of this product 
who of uh, the product design exercise or the product design project that you that you will be or you might be working on step 3 is understanding the customer's context and needs when and where this is book called hooked if you have read it and um, there's this whole cycle of four steps in that book right and that book kind of stresses on this whole i mean this step like understanding the customer's context and needs about when and where are they writing you know when you write like storyboards like uh, when you do storyboard uh, storyboard exercises exercises or when you write stories as to how initial how initial triggers would uh, um, maybe comply users to get into the product this whole thing comes into play like when and where are the users like when are they using it are they using it before sleeping are they using it before before maybe writing an email or where are they right now are they are they in a metro station maybe or are they are they you know are they are they on, on their bed scrolling uh, insanely where are they physically is there a trigger event causing their need how much time do they have are they on a specific digital app or a platform what emotions do they experience and and when you like get a context of the user it kind of becomes very easy to shape the product that you're building like i mean you got the point right so upwork or maybe free uh upwork or fiverr would have would have a user would have would have something like hey maybe the the buyer the the users are looking for some projects to work on online and so you can they, they can shape the ux writing or the ux copy as i say according to the user's fear or user's context so i think it becomes very i think the selling process becomes very smooth after you have a context of when and where are they using the product and in what scenario or what are their initial triggers before using their product before using your product right so yeah i think this is about this thing about yeah the there's this uh, user story technique which is basically the same, same thing as writing the whole user story that the i mean writing the whole defining the whole user story as to when are they using it as to what caused them to use the product and all so yeah and then there's step 4 which is list ideas basically so after going through all the three steps that we have uh, discussed the next step is to <laughs> sorry for the background disturbance if you're getting any cuz i think um i'm actually in my hometown right now so it's very nostalgic i'm sitting in my balcony right now recording this podcast and this you might get some background noise so sorry about that so yeah so step 4 is to list ideas about what do you think is going to work after all the three steps that we have followed what do you think is going to work so and the next step is going to be prioritizing the prioritizing the solutions that you've got or maybe filtering out the solutions that you have thought through so list ideas as to 
you know or maybe list properties to help generate different ideas like type of product should it be a digital product or a physical product or maybe your solution is making a physical product quote and quote smart smart by adding technology even though you're not an industrial designer being able to describe such a solution that is not in your area of expertise will definitely give you bonus points and then this platform like where are they using it smart where do you do you think are they going to use it or where do you think um where they should be using it like should it be a smart watch or a smart telephone or a smartphone tablet desk, desktop laptop tv vr headset or whatever and then this type of interface like it's graphic interface audio slash voice and this vr and ar right so after the what phase comes the prioritizing part and choosing an idea among the ideas that have come across once you have explored what could be built to solve the problem it's time to choose the idea you believe is optimal but how do you know which which one to choose so there are basically four um factors which are given in this book which can be considered to to you know streamline this process which are respectively reach how many customer this product could potentially reach and then there's value for customer of how satisfying the solution is for the customer and then there's potential re- revenue how well the solution meets the business goal of the company and then this implementation effect how hard it would be for the company to implement this product to make it a little bit easier use an effort slash impact mat- matrix place each solution on a graph of two axes which is impact is a combination of reach value and revenue and then this effort so yeah this could be done for you know i mean it seems like i've told the thing in like what 40 seconds but it's very uh, i mean this <laughs> this thing shouldn't be taken for granted i mean it's very a uh, streamlined process that the author has written i mean you wouldn't actually be able you wouldn't actually be able to you wouldn't have actually been able to think had it not been for the book right and that brings us to the sixth step which is solving it might feel like if it might like actually feel like you have come a long way without starting work on the actual solution but you'll feel that the following following a process will make it easier to come up with a final product which is ultimately going to lead to a better solution and the one you feel confident confident about if you're working on an on-site exp- exercise the deliverables of this step are wireframe flows user journeys list of ideas sketches of any kind you don't actually have to be good at drawing and all bro that's fine if you're bad at it okay so little context over here the framework which has been written in this book it's keeping in mind the fact that you're going for a design interview and the interviewer has actually given you a design uh, problem to solve it might be within like 3 days 7 days or whatever the time frame be but like the like this is the thing which uh this is the thing or uh, this is this mindset that author has keep kept in mind while writing the framework so i thought this this could help right and 
in this solving process there's this step called storyboarding which is basically writing the user like the customer journey map and it's basically in regards to the previous step that we had discussed like the where and when the why like all the factors like come into play now when you're writing the storyboarding like what triggers actually um insisted users to use your product what and where was he what was he doing before using a product did he was he like reading a medium article and he got an ad of your product onto the article what whatever was he re- whatever he was reading whatever they were reading like it kind of helps right so yeah there's this story storyboarding uh, thing that you can try out in the what or the solving process like in the solving process sorry and then after the storyboarding you must like define the tasks like make a list of all the tasks that you need the that that customer needs to be able to complete to use your product successfully for example for a bike commuter it would be enter your destination choose your destination change your destination sorry cancel your trip understand your next action to stay on the right path check your for check your for on the right path understand when you're going to reach home or your destination or whatever and the last step of this thing i think is this pd sketching out of all the ideas that you have come across just make a sketch out of them which like each of the sketch represents a d- unique idea or a different idea like uh, there's this thing called fold the paper three times and you'll have eight sections right so write eight different sketches uh, write eight different sketches and all and choose one out of them which you think is the most optimal solution the seventh step is to measure how like is to measure success or how or kpis like defining matrix and all so here are some of the uh, matrix that you can use to see if your product kind of stands out right first of all is task success rate the percentage percentage of correctly completed task by the user and then this task completion rate the time it takes for the user task completion time which is basically the time it takes for the user to complete the task and then this engagement how often the users interact with the product in a desirable way then there's retention revenue conversion user acquisition which is persuading the customers to purchase the company's good or service and then there's net promoter score which is nps it's i think it's one of the kpis that pms obsess about okay <laughs> no offense to the pms out there um this nps value is basically customer satisfaction me- measured through their willingness to recommend the company's product to others So yeah these are all the matrix which you can maybe use to define your product's success and then there's validating a solution remember how i told that this whole framework is uh, written keeping in mind the fact that the interviewer interviewer has given you a product design exercise to solve in in a particular time frame 
so validating your for the step for this step that is validating your solution if you have time you can earn bonus points for suggesting an mvp or an experiment you could run or an experiment uh, you could run to validate the solution in the real world the company probably wouldn't invest several months of development before validating this product like whether or not has does it have good does it have good potential however being aware of the indication step is always a good way to build a better product build a better product and showing your thoroughness to the interviewer and will position and will position you as a more thoughtful designer right how much time how much time should you spend on each each step okay so now it's it's going to completely be beyond your expectations or below your expectations if the if the interviewer i mean it totally depends on the amount of time or the time frame which your interviewer has given if it's 1 hour step 1 which is understanding your goal should be should take 3 minutes step 2 which is defining the audience should take around 5 minutes step 3 which is understanding your customer's context should take around 5 minutes step 4 which is listing your ideas as to what all solutions can you you can think of should take all about 5 minutes step 5 is prioritizing and choosing your idea and it should be about 3 minutes and step 6 which is solving it should take like around 30 solid minutes so this is the the most crucial part that you want to focus on step 7 is measuring your success which should take around 3 minutes and then this review and prepare for the present review and preparing for the presentation time which is basically around 5 minutes but i think to note here that note here is that uh, the interviewer might not give you one hour he might give you maybe suppose 7 days to complete this exercise but you got the proportion right you got the proportion proportion of each step so you can you know manage according to that so yeah this was the fi- wireframe uh, sorry this was the framework which was given to solving the solving product des- product design exercises and then this uh chapter called which is basically a q and a like questions and answers i think we're not going to discuss that here because it's basically the user has given like <laughs> examples of how to actually do it so there's actually a problem statement written in in, in like subsections of this chapter and then this whole case study or maybe uh there's this whole solution to that problem statement which is uh, given in keeping which is given keeping in mind the the framework which the author has suggested so yeah and apart from this i think you must have a look at the chapter which has all the interviews in it um which like which is the sixth chapter and i think that's that's a good chapter but we're not going to discuss it now because i think i think it will be better if you actually read it instead of me summarizing them so yeah by this you have kind of reached the end of this book although there were certain parts parts which we didn't discuss because i think it will be better if you actually read them so yeah this brings us to the end of this episode do let me know what other books would you like me to read and summarize you were listening to the voice pressy my name is jeff